Chapter sixty seven of I, Mary MacLean by Mary MacLean. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter sixty seven. A dark, bright, fierce fire. Tomorrow. I am lonely. I am so lonely that I can feel myself rattle inside my life like one live seed in a hollow gourd. I am on fire with loneliness. I am living this month alone in this house. The solitude is pregnant. Doors and doorknobs and curtains and tables have silently come alive in it and have taken on identities like those of tamed wild beasts. I do housework. I dust window sills and water flowers. I gather up newspapers and brush the floors with a dust mop. I wash my dishes. I cook my breakfasts. I look out of windows. I linger at screen doors i answer the telephone i say they're not at home i change my frock and put on a hat and a cloak and gloves and go softly out the door and front gate on an errand i meet people on the street whom i know whom i may speak to whom i may avoid who may speak to me who may avoid me for i am at best well hated in this butte I come back again softly unlock the door and come in I come upstairs take off the outdoor things give a hasty side glance in my mirror and go downstairs I read a while today I read an old-fashioned short story whose soft wondrous prose cadences fed my senses the parable of the prodigal son for this my son was dead and is alive was lost and is found but I am very restless and cannot read long. I am on fire, dark, bright, fierce fire with loneliness. I move about again from room to room. I look out of windows and linger at doors. I close my eyes and open my eyes. My soul and bones, I'm a fire with loneliness. It is loneliness not made of the empty house and the tamed wild doorknobs and doors and curtains and the lonely errands those are its small fruits itself is my ancient daylight loneliness dating from three years old when i first began whisperingly analyzing things and finding little life items to be of a fierce bitter importance if i were living among people friendly people then the loneliness though unchanged would be disguised and vested with a padded muffling power false belike and a mistake but everything is false and a mistake only there are wrong mistakes and right mistakes but made of the world stuff that lets a human being get by in this nervous life but it would be of no use now i must face loneliness and outface it i do and with no effort for i am lonelier than loneliness's self so it feels this locked-in mood soon it may be worn down and outgrown and the husks blown away in the winds but may come after it a wilder loneliness of being free fearfully free flavoured with a heaviness of rain at night with draggledness of beggar women's skirts meanwhile bright and black among doors and doorknobs and curtains and tables burns the fire of this loneliness with strong strong flame 
it is mystic agony there is no thinking in it there is an utterly irrational wish an aching yearning for people not people to see or listen to or talk to but humanness i could feel with familiarity i wish for hands and bodies near me breath for mine faintly to mingle with the feel of their human garments in the room around me the feel of the pulsing blood in their veins remotely vibrant in the air the feel of minds and spirits and throats and rich warm virile hair of human heads keeping me warmly company i have heard one may step rarefied out of this living place into the fourth dimension where one feels everything without the efforts of feeling and knows everything without the weights of knowing it might be that i grope for in this black bright anguish yet i feel rarely rarefied heavily rarefied warmly rarefied in this living place where loneliness burns me in strong fire and where i can shake my life like a hollow gourd and hear the earring rattling sound i make in it End of chapter 67